All right, we're live. Welcome back to the Buzz Pod. I'm your host, Nico Blatchman, and joining us today, this handsome bastard is Casey Gilling, Miami of Ohio, Red Hawks stud forward, uh, Gaylord, Michigan, USA, born and raised. Welcome to the Buzz Pod. Yeah, happy to be here. Casey Gilling, baby. You're big time, man. Had a huge season this year, but before we get into college hockey, let's get into you, your background. Gaylord, Michigan, USA. That's pretty fun to say. Um, so, yeah, talk about going up, playing hockey uh, over there. Uh, yeah, Gaylord's a really small town. Uh, not a big hockey town, but there, there's some there. Uh, one other player, actually, to come out of Gaylord uh, to play Division One. He's at uh, – or he played at uh, Miami University as well, so that – no way. Yeah. Or there's one other person, but yeah, Miami University. Who was the guy that played at Miami University from Gaylord? Uh, Will Weber. He, and where uh, is he playing now? Does he still play? He uh, he plays in Germany, I'm pretty sure. He was, yeah, drafted out of uh, Gaylord High School, second round to Columbus, I'm pretty sure. And then, yeah, went to Miami, now he's in Denmark, or uh, Germany. Is he way older, or is he around yeah, your he, age? I, I don't know what year he is, but yeah, he's he's older. I think he's did that did that weigh in on your uh, decision uh, in 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 switching universities at all? Because you were committed in Northern Michigan prior uh, to committing to Miami, Ohio. So did that weigh in at all, or not at all? Uh, I mean, there. I don't want to say there was pressure, but like obviously people from my hometown, like knowing that I had the opportunity to go there, like they they had some uh, to chime in there. But the 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 coaching staff at uh, Miami like told me to reach out to Will, so I did, and he he weighed in on it and had nothing but good things to say. So yeah, it definitely helped. Yeah, definitely. But talk about uh, um. Like what you're up to right now? You're you're quarantining. I assume you're back home at, in the in the North Pole where you're from. Uh, talk about that. What, yeah, what you been I'm up? actually I'm I'm still at school right now. I'm in Oxford. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have there's a, a good group of us here right now. So we uh, we get our workouts in the morning, uh, take care of whatever school stuff, and then I'll just hang out later, go to someone's house, have a couple beers. <clears throat> so. Fucking right, fucking right. You uh. Uh, you grew up, uh, you played Bantam AA your Bantam year, um, played for the Traverse City Pepsi uh, Bantam AA. Sounds like a made-up team, bro. Can you talk, about, you talk about that, where that was, and, and that experience? Yeah, so I, uh, that I, that actually ended up being a really good experience for me, because uh, I played four years in Traverse City. Um had unbelievable coaches. Uh, my coach, the majority of the time, was uh, Dallas Drake, who's a legend NHL player. He had 15 years, I think, in the NHL, won a couple of Stanley Cups. Uh, so that was a really good experience for me. But yeah, I didn't. My first year at AAA, uh, I didn't even. Uh, I played in Sault Ste. Marie. I played U18, and that was. Uh, that was when I was 16 because I had, I had nowhere else to play. That was the closest team to home for me. That was like the next level of being AAA. It's an hour It's an hour away from your house, is that? Sault Ste. Marie? Yeah. Yeah, like an hour, hour and a half, yeah. Got across okay. uh, Mackinac Bridge and go, go to the Upper Peninsula. 
I uh, I actually almost played on your team that year, if I'm not mistaken, because I went to try out for the – they had a null team at the time then called the schools. Yeah. I went to try out there, and I fought a couple guys. Like, uh, I fought this one guy uh, that was, like, turned out he was, like, an MMA, like, my first fight. Yeah. And just dummied me, like, landed four <laughs> punches, and I went down before I even threw a punch. <laughs> I had like four tilts as like a 14-year-old or 15-year-old, and they wanted me to play there on the U18 team. They said that they had a couple, they had like two or three 98s uh, playing there with them, so they wanted me to go there, but uh, I ended up not going there. Um, it was also in in kind of uh, the middle of nowhere over there, up there. It's right next to Lake Superior State, right? <laughs> yeah, same, same city, yeah. They play, uh, or we played out of the same rink. I don't know if they still do, but yeah, we played out of Lake State's arena. So I think they, I think they still do. So talk about what, what it was like. So did you uh, build it there, or did you just live at home and drive an hour? No, I just lived at home and drove. We only practiced twice a week, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, and then game weekends, I would just stay at a friend's house where my parents would get uh, a hotel room. Yeah, you did pretty well that year. You had 48 points in 56 games. I assume you got recruited by Coach Wilkie at Omaha because the following year you go to Omaha U16 AAA where uh, we got to play together. You you played like a total, I don't know, Elite Prospect says it's only 26 games. I know we played way more, but like, I don't know, I guess not everything's up there. Um, but, oh, we played a lot of tournaments. That's why, right? Yeah, I've, I've, we ended up playing like 84 games or something like that. The, yeah. So they only have you there for, uh, let's see, 26 games, 28 points. And then uh, you played two USHL games that year for Muskegon. Um, can you talk about that experience, like playing Omaha U16? We were a pretty stacked team. We had a lot of guys that were uh, USHL affiliates, uh, great group of guys. And uh, you were one of the guys that was up there, like first line, uh, USHL affiliate, all that. Talk about that whole year and what it was, what it meant to your career. That, uh, yeah, that was kind of the turning point for me that kind of made me realize I could go somewhere with hockey. I, uh, I committed that year to Northern too, uh, but every, everything about that year was perfect for me. The program was ran like a junior program, so we transitioning to juniors was way easier because of that. Like, we had, we, we were 16 years old and we had scratches for games, like, that's, you don't see that very often. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it worked. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, and then uh, going up to the USHL was awesome. I had so much fun there. I got to, I was with the team for, like, a week, I'm pretty sure. I got called up. I got to live at a billet's house, uh, practice with them for a week, and then go on the road. Uh, played two games, and I think uh, we were in Madison. I think I just flew out of Madison back to Omaha, so that was that was a cool experience. Um, playing in Omaha for you, you had some sick billets, um, unbelievable setup over there. Um, can you talk about like it was your first year living away from home? Like, was it hard, but maybe not as hard because of how like nice your situation was? Yeah, they uh, the Huttons made that transition so easy. Uh, they uh i like i have nothing but good things to say about them they they took us in with open arms and gave us anything we needed and especially uh the school school was what i was most worried about and wendy helped out with school so that made uh that a lot easier too 
Let's go into the following year there. Like, you played two, two USHL games that year. Um, then the following year, I assume you went to um, Muskegon's tryouts. And then you end up uh, maybe not making the team or deciding to go down because you ended up playing in the null for the Minnesota Wilderness. Can you talk about, like, that whole experience? Like, maybe what your expectations were, where uh, maybe you wanted to play in the USHL and weren't expecting to be in the null, and then, like, the whole mental side of things and then and then playing that year in the null and what it meant to you and how it was? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh... – it wasn't easy, especially uh, seeing, like, all of you guys uh, making your USHL teams, like, playing for them. Uh, so it was really, really kind of humbling. But, I mean, it ended up being for the better. I, I played a lot in Minnesota where I wouldn't have in Muskegon. We actually had, uh, Muskegon ended up being really bad that year, too. So it, it couldn't have been too much fun there. And we, we were a pretty successful team. So, yeah, it uh Overall, talk, talk about the null, dude, because I played two games in the null. Um, not a big deal. Um, it was a, it was a, it was a hard league to play in. I find. I remember, like, I did two practices in two games, and I threw up my first practice. Um, got like they bag you for like no reason, pretty much. Sometimes uh, I talked about that with one of the null kids that came on the pod, um, but. Yeah, the practices are, like, and uh, it's a hard league to play in. Like, I don't know, man. Even, like, in the practice, and we would do three-on-three drill. it wasn't, like, I had played in the queue prior, so, like, it wasn't, like, the same. Like, I found, like, it was so hard to play, man. The guys are, like, so gritty, like, so on you, like, mosquitoes and shit. Like, what do you think about that league? No, I thought the null was way harder to play in, for sure. Uh, I mean, the USHL... Typically, is the younger, younger skilled guys where uh, the null has all the older guys. Because you're only allowed to have a certain amount of age out guys in the USHL. I'm pretty sure where the null they don't have that rule. So, especially if that 17, 18 year old going in and playing these 20, 21 year old like men, like it's it's not not easy for sure. Yeah, but then after the null, so then then the following year you do crack Muskegon and like. They obviously get they gave you a role right away because you had 33 points in 58 games. Like I played uh, a couple games in the USHL, never even got close to getting. I felt like really hard, but talk about um, just like going in there to the USHL. Like you wanted to be there the year prior, didn't get that chance, got a different experience, and now you go there, you get to make the most of it. Like because a lot of guys are first year in the USHL. Um, no matter how old they are, they don't get a big role on the team. Yeah. Um, well, I Muskegon was they they had been watching me close uh, when I was in Minnesota, and uh, going in that second year, I think I was definitely more confident with a year of juniors under my belt already, uh, and I kind of knew knew what I had to do this time around. And Muskegon saw I had a had a good summer, and I just kind of took off from there. Yeah, and uh, was that when did you uh, make the decision to decommit from Northern and commit to Miami of Ohio? Was that that year, your year in the USHL? Yeah, it was that year. So, so that year you make the decision to deco from Northern, um, which is like, how far is Northern from your house? Because you're from pretty much Northern. Yeah, so Northern, Northern's still like three or four hours away from me. Okay, okay. 
So you make that decision. You go to Miami of Ohio the following year as a freshman and get 19 points in 36 games, which is like unbelievable in NCAA as a freshman. To play even 36 games, I've talked about on the pod, like guys that come on here and as a freshman play every game or almost every single game um, is unbelievable. Um, talk about like your success just as a freshman. Like, were you were you expecting that? Uh, so yeah, when I decommitted, uh, like I knew I was gonna have my options, and uh, the one of the most important things was knowing that I was gonna be like a impact player right away. Like I knew that's what I wanted. I didn't really care what school I went to. Like I just I wanted to be an impact player, and I. Was full. I was fortunate enough that uh, Miami needed that spot filled because uh, they're obviously a pretty, pretty high-level program, too. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I kind of knew coming in what my role was going to be. Uh, there's two centermen above me, too. Uh, so, I, yeah, I was, I was third-line center, kind of just shut down, and I knew that uh, the two guys above me are both uh, in the AHL now. One's back and forth in the NHL, AHL. Uh, but, yeah, I mean – that's about it um so then so well that's unbelievable man you go in there and you took the most of that opportunity i mean like you get third line center but 19 points in 36 games is pretty unbelievable for a third line center um especially for a freshman but he talked about maybe like the non-hockey side of things at miami of ohio your freshman year like um maybe your first impressions like I went to go visit you guys. Uh, I went to go. I stayed with Ben. I went to go visit you guys for that weekend, um, the 24 and 12. Nice little competition you got there. Um, and I had an unbelievable time. But my favorite part about, about it, actually, surprisingly, was not so much the partying, which was incredible, unbelievable. But Ben actually showed me, like, the hockey side of things. He took me. He toured me around the gyms around the around stuff like i actually don't even want to say what he toured me around because i don't know if he was allowed to but he showed me uh, uh some some of the facilities that you guys um get the opportunity to use and um wow man like what a facility dude it really looks like the national hockey league over there like were, were you just not fully impressed by that i i mean yeah it's a top of the line we're, we're spoiled for sure uh and it, i mean it played a big role in getting me to come here because I, I mean it's kind of hard to turn down uh facilities like that did you tour did you tour miami ohio before you committed yeah i came their season was over but i think i came for like a sunday night and were the boys still in town yeah it was yeah they were all still in school um they were doing so were you able to get that full like real college visit where the boys got to take you out and enjoy a night or no no i didn't get to go out it was uh like i said i got there on a sunday night and they had like an early lift monday or something like that um so no one went out but uh, i got to stay in the dorm uh i stayed with uh my roommate now actually chase monroe so that was uh that was a cool experience and then going around and seeing everything i just fell in love right away yeah, so your first year at Miami, Ohio, are you guys the only Division One uh, sports team there? No, we're all, everything here is Division One. So football, basketball, all that. Are yeah. you guys friends with the, with the other uh, sports teams or not really? I mean, yeah, we we get along. I don't, uh, I'm trying to think. 
like I know I know a handful of basketball players, like a couple football guys, but they're they're not like like close friends. Right. You guys you guys got a sick uh, hockey house over there, and I remember from what I remember, you guys have sick vets like uh, uh, I don't even remember like Chaz Switzer, obviously, and like Gordy, those guys. I don't even know Gordy from prior there, but like all those vets that you guys have be so like welcoming such great guys like can you talk about like how that impacted like your first year just like joining a, a, a team where you knew you were going to be there for four years and really build like the friendship that you guys build over there because when I was there that's what stuck out to me the most is how how banded together you guys were oh uh, yeah I mean so we I came in uh the summer before school started, we all had to be here for a summer workouts, and we uh, all the freshmen uh, moved into one of the upperclassmen's uh, houses. So uh, doing that, like right away, you get to know uh, get to know some of the guys. Uh, but I lived with uh, it was Josh Melnick, uh, Grant Hutton, and Zach Laval, uh, and it was it was a blast. I mean we. The, the memories I made that summer were, like, I'll never forget those. They made the transition so easy for me, and, uh, yeah. You light, up, you light up your freshman year, and then you come back your sophomore year, um, and, and you get 12 points in 38 games. Um, kind of looks a bit like a sophomore slump, but, but can you talk about, like, I love this stuff, by the way, because you came back the following year. I'm going to spoil it for everyone and, and lit it up this year with 31 points. But um, I've heard a lot about the sophomore slump. But on top of that, that there's a story. And I want to hear um, kind of about your mental struggle of maybe maybe you were getting less opportunity. Maybe you were underperforming. Maybe it was a mixture of both. Um, but can you talk about like the mental side of things of you, you, you lit it up your freshman year. You're obviously expecting big things for your sophomore year. Um, and, and, and they don't really go the way as planned. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was tough. There's a lot going on, uh, in the program that was not, not easy to deal with. And then, uh, I, I was struggling in school too. So I don't, it was just, uh, a tough year, um, but I mean, all I can say about it was just like, just keep kind of battling through. Like, uh, I kind of showed this year that like good, good things are to come. Uh, like hard, hard work pays off, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It sounds cliche when you say that, but like, that's actually what I want to get into is like hard work paying off. Is is what you do this summer in order to prepare for this season, knowing that um you had maybe not had the year that you wanted to have your sophomore year and and you knew that you can do better because you had done better prior um so talk about like what you did um this past past summer to prepare for your junior year. um well i i knew uh going in i was going to be playing a really important role on the team next year we had lost a couple guys so uh i was going to have to step up uh so I kind of just used that as motivation. I stayed I stayed at school, uh, I think it was for a month and a half, two months, so I could use the facilities here and worked with our uh, new trainer one-on-one. Uh, so, that I mean, that was awesome. I feel like that, that benefited me a ton and then went home for a little bit and just stuck with it. Uh, I have my own uh, gym that I would go to and, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was about it. 
Talk about talk about that. So after your sophomore year, if I'm not mistaken, did you get an NHL camp? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So off, after your sophomore year, when you had, did you get did you get an NHL camp after your freshman year? Oh, I didn't. Just yeah. so 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 you so you get 19 points your freshman year, 12 points your sophomore, year, and you get an NHL camp. Were you expecting that? I mean, not at all. It was uh, totally out of the blue. I got a call and. January, we had just come back from uh, Western, and yeah, I got a got a call from my advisor and said uh, the Blues liked me and wanted me to come out. So it was yeah. And talk and talk about that experience, man. You go to an NHL camp. Uh, I've got I've I've watched an NHL camp when I got buddies. I got a couple buddies that go to Florida's camp every once in a while, and uh, it's legit. Like you're out there playing against and with. Um, their first round picks or second round picks. It's it's the same thing as getting drafted, pretty much. I find. Um, talk about your experience at an NHL camp and 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 what you what you what you took from it, what you learned from it. Uh, yeah, no, that was that was a really good experience. Uh, I knew best part about the the hockey world is you know everyone, so I knew I knew a handful of guys going in. So uh, like I was I was pretty comfortable right away. They obviously. Treated us unbelievably, uh, but it was uh, this is a cool, cool experience because uh, you don't necessarily get to play against the uh, first rounders every single day. So, getting and CHL guys for you, pardon, and CHL guys for you, like OHL dub guys. Don't see any any uh, CHL or European guys. Um, so that was, I mean, just to see what what my competition is, kind of see where I'm at. Uh, and that was my goal going in was just to just take it all in, uh, learn what I can, and uh, just work as hard as I can too. And uh, how did that play a role into like going into the into this year? Because this year you played 34 games, 31 points, three points shy of a point per game, nine goals and 22 assists. How are you? Um, second in points on your team, not a big deal. Um, talk about like did the NHL camp like kind of give you like a little step of of confidence because you didn't have like the year you wanted but then you got an NHL camp so then after that did you get kind of that confidence back that you might have lost um in that year that you didn't perform the way you wanted to yeah I mean for sure uh just getting getting to play with those guys obviously uh I'd say boost your confidence and then uh, a lot of a lot of this year though I got a credit to uh my my line mates, uh, Cordy Green and Karch Bachman, we all we all played really well together this year. So I, I gotta give a give a shout out to those guys. Karch Bachman, man, that guy's a beauty. I played with him on the Chicago Steel. He's uh, he's a different breed. Yeah, yeah. He uh, I got really close with him this year. I'd say he's, he's one of my best friends now. Uh, we're actually we're living together uh, this summer in Chicago too. So that'll that'll be fun. That's a great guy. Um, that's a great guy to gel with, especially when it comes to hockey, because I find his habits are just like professional. Uh, he's been a professional since like the USHL. I find like he really takes uh, hockey seriously. He does the little things and stuff like that. So I love to hear that you're like hanging out with him a lot. I think him rubbing off on you is gonna is gonna really benefit you. Yeah, no, we uh, we're kind of 
polar opposites so we kind of we feed off each other and it, it works somehow so it's, it's been fun with them i love that um i got a question about co- about you guys um but i've heard in college hockey that sometimes when you play against a team like uh two games in a row let's say like um you go to north dakota or something like that play two games and i don't even know if they're in your division but anyway you know what i mean and do you get to party over there like at the schools that you visit is your schools one of the teams that allows that or doesn't allow that uh yeah so we will fly in uh like thursday morning play the games and then uh, we won't fly out until sunday like early morning sunday or afternoon sunday so we'll uh yeah the team teams will meet up and uh just hang out have have a couple beers yeah it's uh we i think we're, we're definitely one of the most enjoyed schools to come play for that reason but i don't talk about that because that's like something that you get to uh that you guys as a as a ncaa like as a college kind of group like every university involved uh gets to experience that like chl guys don't like we we never, you know, like when I was in the queue, like I would never, I've never, ever been out with another team. You know what I mean? So talk about that experience of like you go to battle with them and then you get to go out with them. And not only that, but like you you make friends and bonds. And then maybe when you go things like to like NHL camps, for example, you know, guys from other schools that you that you've never played with because of that, because of that experience. And uh, you talked about I've actually heard uh, some some stories from some guys that one of the best places ever to go out in when after playing them is Miami, Ohio. So talk about like how that works, like how you get to welcome guys. Like, so you guys play each other and then they just kind of meet one of the guys already knows the guy on the other team and they just kind of meet you at the hockey house and then uh, they get to enjoy Miami. I mean, yeah, basically uh, they like every, uh, yeah, like we said, everyone knows everyone. So like a, a chunk of, chunk of guys will go hang out with like their group of friends or whatever yeah we always kind of end up going to the same place that's unreal dude that's unbelievable and what is your favorite place that you've ever got to go go out in other than miami ohio uh it's, it's gotta be uh st louis uh, i had a really fun time there all right, all right. So you're giving an NHL camp. That's cocky. I was talking about <laughs> universities. Uh, universities. Uh, I gotta think about that. I don't know. I had I had a lot of fun in Duluth this year. Um, I mean, it was a little diff- different experience. That was during the whole coronavirus deal. So we don't what we got to do there. We don't get to do every weekend. Uh, Oh, because your season got canceled yeah. while you were over there? Yeah, we, we got there, got canceled uh, before we even got a practice in, and we couldn't leave uh, for the way today because we didn't have enough uh, bus drivers or something like that. So, yeah, we just we just spent the day in Duluth. Wow, that's bananas. I, uh, I got a question for you because I was uh, Googling your name obviously doing some research before you come on the pod and i came across this ushl interview video uh where you said you were gonna study medicine at college so uh how's that going for you uh that's a it's a touchy subject for me i uh i had to switch majors 
I think it was last last spring. So no, not not medicine anymore. I'm doing uh, sports leadership and management, so it's a little bit easier for me. I'm surprised you even started in medicine. Yeah, I mean that's still kind of where I want to go. Um, but yeah, because that, that's what my dad's a chiropractor, so somewhere along the lines of that, I thought it would be a pretty cool career. But yeah, it uh, ended up being a lot harder than I thought it was going to be, especially with uh, hockey. Right on, right on. So talk about like you uh, this summer. Um, what are your plans for this summer? Like obviously we got to wait for this coronavirus to end, but hopefully it'll be over soon. Um, talk about like what what maybe what's your main focus going into your senior year uh, at Miami of Ohio? Uh, well, I mean I know I know I'm gonna have to step up again this year. Uh, we lost Karch and Gordy, so uh, gonna gonna have to step up in the scoring category. Uh, but I mean this summer uh, I'm gonna I'm living with uh, Karch like I said in Chicago, so that'll be a really good. Uh, good for me where I forget what the the program is called but it's a bunch of uh like high level hockey players and we're, we're skating every Wednesday too so uh that, that'll be really good for me hopefully help me help me out going into next year is uh is Cart he's not from from Chicago is he no he's he's from Indiana but he he's uh it's like his advisor's uh like thing I'm pretty sure uh so he just oh, we, so he's where are you guys going to stay? Uh, we're getting an apartment. Oh, okay. So you guys are going to stay there all summer, like, guaranteed. Yeah. All right. That's cool stuff, man. Well, um, one more thing before you go. Could you think of, actually, could you think of a story, uh, a funny or a funny or a cool story from junior hockey or college hockey? And actually, before you tell yours, um, I was texting with uh, Ethan Frank a bit before the pod to see if he had any um any stories any ammo that i that he can feed me but um all i got is i remember you frankie and i think it was longer used to have these legit food fights in your room like like it was like but i i feel like we always used to get the same snacks playing for omaha like when we would go to our rooms like bananas oranges and granola bars and um i just remember like sometimes i'd walk into your room and like it was, it was like reeks of like oranges and bananas. Like you guys were legit food fights. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember those. Those were, were pretty fun. Got out of hand sometimes, but uh, don't don't know how oh, you about those. Oh, you're going. I can't hear you. Or should we wrap it up? I, I missed all that. I, you just came back through. All right. Were you were you able to think of a story, or should we just wrap it up right here? Yeah, I don't I don't know if I got any any good stories. All right, that's that's all right, man. You gave us what we needed. Uh, Casey Gilling, the the NCAA representative for the quarantine. Uh, youtube series of the buzz pod thanks for coming on the pod man i really appreciate it you're a huge beauty and you're looking handsome like always yeah thanks man happy to do it